Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. So, Lexi, we need to be prepared. Like, emergency prepared. Like, I know I need to Like, apocalypse prepared? Yes. Well, I... Basically, yeah, I know I need to have an earthquake kit in case some shit ever go down. Um, but That's I think right. I should just, yeah, I need to add two blunts to it. Like, whatever it comes with, I'm just going to add two blunts so that I'm always, I'm Liddy, right? So, yes, definitely. And you should seriously be worried because the California coast sits on the west western side of the sphere of ring of fire oh my god which is a major tectonic plate that connects like japan china australia all those little islands all the way up to the west coast of um the u.s which is california so yes be very fucking prepared but like so we need like that's intense so like bomb shelter preparations and shit like that we need that I mean, I feel like we got to do all that. Then we need to go ahead and like start. We need to go ahead and like have the stuff to grow it. Bitch, we got to become. Because it ain't like it's going to be like two blunts later. Like, okay, it's all back together. No, two blunts later is when the real emergency is going to kick in. You can teach. You can give a man a fish or you can teach him how you to can grow your own weed. Bow. Oh, fish. Yes. Fish weed. Fish weed. Yay. Maybe that'll be our thing in like the apocalypse. I'm excited about that. And bitch, it's going to be the apocalypse. You know people will need weed. So we can, that'll be our trade. We can monopolize. <laughs> Hell yeah. I could finally live out my dreams of being Pablo Escobar or El Chapo. Well, welcome back to the Catnips Podcast. It is your favorite cat lady. It is the little black Midwestern El Chapo. It is I. I am she. We are Lexi. How are you today? Hi. And along with Lexi, I am here. Hello, everyone. It's Sid Rain. Future everything. Like, I feel like I, there's so many things I need to dabble into and see what creativity blossoms from. But right now, I can be your drug fairy. Just fluttering, sharing catnip oh. and good vibes. Yeah. That's so sweet. So listen, we got a lot of shit to talk about tonight. It's so much going on. It's like... Happy June, motherfuckers. It's Pride Month, so you're going to see a lot of really gay, non-binary, pussy, bussy popping this summer. And this is Ow. when it starts. So I want to open arm welcome to all my little lesbians, gay folks, transgender, non-binary, no labels, all the labels. 
I'm your new mm. favorite auntie. So welcome in, motherfuckers. Get settled. Let's do a Get semicircle. Settled. The drinks are in the back. We got Kool-Aid back there. And let's get it popping. Yes, it feels so good to be back. It really does. Welcome back. Yeah, we've been traveling. And it took us, like, we needed, to, we had to restore. Um, well, we just been hitting the ground running. We just been fucking running. I feel like we hitting a treadmill. Like, is this a hamster wheel? I don't know what it is. It could be a treadmill, a hamster wheel, something. But the ground is moving as fast as I am. So I don't know who's ahead. <laughs> and, it's not, and this isn't the earthquake. It's just this. Are we in a time warp? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's the beginning of Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Oh, yes. Happy June. And also, we got Juneteenth this month. Black History Month, too. Black History Month, too. No, that dead ass. And Pride. It's Pride. It's Juneteenth. It's all of the favorite times for, like, the minorities to feel the blessing of the sun radiate on a different ass skin. And I want you to bask in it. So, it's... If you did some really gay shit tonight, the sun came up just for you. And if you are black, brown, and every other color in between, then the sun has woke up for you too. So let's celebrate our freedoms and demanding that we have access to the best parts of our lives. So welcome, bitches. Ow, yes. Happy June, like new month. We are six months away from December, halfway point. Good time to check in with yourself. Keep it 100 about how you're doing. Keep it 100 about what you can change in the next six months. Keep it 100 what you should have been doing in this previous six months. Lessons learned. So our C word of the day is century. It's century. Why is it century? Yes, it's century because we're keeping it a hundred. A hundred's a century. So, whoop, there it is. <laughs> that was a nice little spin on wordplay. Sid, the lyricist. We dropping our mixtape at our at our pool party this summer. So make sure you make sure your tens is popping. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, let me be real. The Catnips Podcast is a lit-ass motherfucking show. Like, I just want you guys to understand that. And I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to have Sid here. And we about to do even more dope shit come this summertime. What the fuck we doing this summer, Sid? I'm so excited. Like, we we need all of our Tomcats. We need all of our kittens, all of our pussies, all of our bussies. Please come out because we, we throwing it down. The pool party, we're having a pool party. Um, we're coming together to celebrate me. Okay. Oh, <laughs> she, she's pointing to herself. But yes, you too. Mm. Yes, yes. So y'all gonna have to come fuck with us. Um, not only do we have our pool party, we have more details to come about that. So please look out. So yo, so but before we get to the pool party, we are going to pull up. I need everybody to wash their cars, vacuum the insides out. We're going to pull up together and we're going to go to the drive-in movie theater, Starlight Drive-In Movie Theater in Atlanta. And we are going to have a night called Henny Wings and Lion King. 
So we're going to specifically on July 19th to celebrate season two of the Catnips podcast and to watch the premiere of motherfucking Lion King. So we're going to have Henny. We're going to have a frozen Henny. We're going to have a little Henny Pops. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have motherfucking wings, lemon pepper. You like the little garlic rub. You know, we're going to have the teriyaki, the sesame joints. Henny Wings and Lion King and motherfucking Starlight Movie Theater. DM us if you pulling up because that shit going to be so fucking live. Like, I want to sing. Because see, this is the thing. I ain't want to go see Lion King like in the theaters with all like the kids and shit. Because I ain't want to pop them for fucking up the movie for me. Because they not <laughs> my kids. So, if we are outside and it's nighttime at the drive-in, it's assumed that yes, we are getting high. Why did you come here then? And it's assumed that it's cheap. And yes, bitch, this is my own food. You know them niggas ain't making wings like this in there. So DM, DM the real niggas. DM the catnips with the Z as in. If you're going to pull up with us to watch the premiere of The Lion King. It's going to be so much fucking fun. Right. I mean, we sneak food in the movies anyway. So we might as well not sneak. Take our food with us. Uh, watch a great movie. Yeah, like watch a great movie with friends from the comfort and privacy of our vehicles. I'm fucking with it. So let us know if you're going to pull up. Um, it's going to be a blast. And then we're also having our pop-up shop. I'm, I'm just so excited about everything we have. Ugh. So the pop-up shop is for all of our favorite Atlanta, LA, Chicago, Miami, all our small black owned businesses we want you guys to send us your shit we're gonna be like having little vendor tables it's gonna have good ass food good ass drink and we're probably gonna film an episode of the catnips that day as well so we can do live interviews and questions and really just connect with the community around us to say thank you for an amazing season um it's really really dope so these are all of my little ways of celebrating my me being in business for five years because it'll be five years since I opened Blush Life Salon and this July will be the fifth year in business and then the Henny Wings and Lion King gets to celebrate launching a dope ass podcast like one of the listeners said that this was an inclusive podcast mm-hmm. that made you feel like it was okay to be a feminist, okay to be a black woman, okay to do drugs, okay to do yoga, okay to be as many things as you want. So we want to show you guys like how true to our word that we actually are. And then the pool party is so we could throw our asses in circles and celebrate my motherfucking master's graduation. Because a bitch got more degrees than a thermometer. Fuck with <laughs> it. Fuck with it in the morning or at night. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we got this three-day dope-ass weekend coming up. Mark your calendars now. It's July 19th through the 21st. And we cannot wait. We cannot wait to be destructive with you guys. Ow. That is going to be so much fun. So, yes, everyone, please come out. It's going to be dope as fuck. We'll be plugging you in, posting more of it. So don't forget. July 19th. Through the 21st. Bruh, I'm ready for them Henny Wings. Mm. Bitch. Yes. The way I'll be less than over wings.
Okay. Let's get back to the show, though. Yeah. We in the dungeon. We in the cunt layers. Let's keep it 100. It's Gay Pride Month. It's Juneteenth Month. But I cannot bring myself to fuck with Lena Waithe. How do you feel about this shit? Right. So for those that don't know... Um, back to you, Sid. Right. So Lena... Lena Waithe knew about Jason Mitchell's misconduct on her show. And... Yes, yes, exactly. And so people are upset because they're thinking that a woman uh, who is um, who is a gay woman would have other women's back. And so people are looking at Lena like, what the fuck? Um, I mean, one, like people make mistakes and two we should not idolize people like it's a nice reminder like don't idol- don't idolize like i know how much we love rihanna and we love all the other amazing people who believe rihanna out of this you're right my bad she's perfect but we cannot idolize people you know what i'm saying so um anyways that does not of course dismiss what lena has done um and she did fire jason mitchell but she was just she was late to the party she was tardy to the party and i was reading an article and she admits saying that uh or feeling as though she let someone else do her job but she should have just checked in with the girl checked in with the young lady who it happened with and see how she was feeling versus like oh i'm just gonna let hr handle that so um yeah how do you feel about that lexi uh it's a cash 22 because you're like from the public's perspective we're expecting lena way to like be this vigilante for multiple communities you know what i mean for lesbian women in writing you know what i mean in television production she's supposed to be our our champion of sorts but she still has to honor the established infrastructure for businesses and human. Re- she is a writer. She is not a human relations director, administrator, assistant, any of that. So, yes, she should have known. I think she needed to follow protocol and manage it. And I also think she needed to fuck that nigga up, too. But it's like, who's to say which should have happened first? Right. You know what I mean? Should she have fought that nigga and then went to HR about it? You know what I mean? Or should she have went to HR and he kept on? Now I got to beat your ass because you ain't listening. Like, But fact of the matter is, fact of the matter is, Jason Mitchell, fake Easy e was just that fucking wrong. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. Like... You you got yourself canceled, and the fact that he got dropped from so much stuff before it was even announced, what he was doing just let you know far too many people knew what was going on with it, and they needed to separate themselves before they got blamed too. And Lena was just the last off the boat, right? You know what I mean? So it's like I feel you, boo. Like we gotta protect one another, and we gotta manage our jobs correctly too. But either way it go, that nigga ain't had no business doing what he was doing. And to this day, we still don't know what those details are. We just know it was offensive enough for someone not to want to come back to a show. And for her and for like everybody to distance themselves from him. So it's like, mm, mm, this this is way messier than we than we got access to yet. Right. I just and you know and again like we can't idolize people like we're happy that we see these women of color or we anyone like who we love and support but we can't I feel like when something like this happens it feels like a letdown so I'm trying to figure out how can I not let it feel like a letdown you know like moving forward like 
but I mean I think we just gotta keep it like in perspective like Lena wasn't in the room while it hopefully Lena wasn't in the room while it was happening whistling Dixie you know what I mean like hopefully it was a matter of communication that didn't get managed properly but it's like until we know we can't take it personally and then until like we put ourselves in that shoe we can't take it personally so I was having this like manifesto about forgiveness right forgiveness is hard as fuck and it requires like an incredible amount of empathy because we feel so valid in being a victim right and then we feel so empowered with our survival of it but when do we ever experience the humility and the empathy that comes with understanding that you're gonna need forgiveness too right you know what i mean and i think like with the way social media is just bombing information every day and everything is at our fingertips and we are so attached to our phones so we become equally attached to what we're the content on our phones that we're like oh I gotta cancel this person or or I can't fuck with this I gotta cut them off and and we boast our chest up and say I'm gonna forgive but I'm not gonna forget and woo up woo up woo up not realizing how many times you would just hope people would forget your fucked up ass or like or like the fucked up shit that you did you know what I mean like you know what I mean you hope people forget when you threw up in the middle of the bar like while you was making out with the stranger you hope people forget that you know what I mean but in real life <laughs> we don't exactly <laughs> but we forgive you so it's just kind of creating that environment where you like empathetic enough and kind of like realistic enough to be like yo we all fuck up on purpose maliciously not on purpose by accident so how would I want somebody to treat me and in reality I can't fucking remember everything I'm not committing any of my memory that could be stripped by Alzheimer's to holding on to transgressions that really didn't account for nothing you know like right unless you you know what I mean unless you like shot me and I got a John Wick you unless you kill the cats or some shit and I got a John Wick you then like I I can't hold on to that shit. No, no, no. Um, but you're right. And along with that is like having compassion because you. How would you want someone to treat you? You know, like if you fuck up, we are all going to fuck up. We are all going to fuck up. So you would want someone to have that space and you know compassion to forgive you. Forgiveness is important. It's super important. It's how we can move on. So hell yeah. I mean, but it's, it, it just helps you release that bond of, like, negative energy and, like, forgiveness, like, unlocks you from the bullshit. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I got to forget yeah. this. I got to move on. And, like, you know, you get some little tokens or some little coins, like, on, like, Mario or something. What's the Get Money song? Oh my gosh, Get Money song is one of my favorites. Ass and Titties by 21 Savage featuring City Girls. Um, if you look for it, it's called A&T. I was like, where can I find this song? But I had it. So anyways, it's called A&T if you're looking for it. Um, but yeah, that's one of my it's one of my jams. It's got two of my favorites. I love 21 and I love the City Girls. Yeah. Oh, and shout out to the City Girls because Act Up went platinum. Ew. Period. So, how much more? 
How much more plastic surgery is Cardi B gonna have? <sighs> okay. So I'm not anti-plastic surgery at all. I feel like, you know, if if doing that makes you feel more empowered or sexy or beautiful or more confident, then go for it. But what does worry me <laughs> as I like cringe, <laughs> what does worry me is all the stress that has caused your body after you've had a major bodily um, experience, like giving birth. Like that's that's pretty fucking major, and then to add plastic surgery on top of that, I just that makes me feel nervous about the body's condition. But I just feel like Cardi's being too hard on her body. Like, like again, like I I feel like she on an even stronger hamster wheel than we are. Like, like, and she got more stuff to be impacted by. So it's like, sis, just take care of yourself. And like, the world of plastic surgery is evolving. It's so many incredible black women surgeons that are knocking it down. Big booties for everybody. You get a fur coat, you get a fur coat. But it's like, we got to make sure that we are addressing our mental wellness when it comes to plastic surgery and to cosmetic changes on our body because body dysmorphia is real. And what that is, is when you have such a distortion of what your mental image of what your body is supposed to look like that it becomes a never-ending quest to match that internal image with your physical structure and it sometimes can lead to really safe like really unsafe um medical decisions and so it's like cardi just be safe boo. just be safe that's what i'm saying just be safe Cause right now she can only do like one Spanish body roll and then like walk off. It's not it's not looking as fluid as it should. And she used to can move that body. She moves. She used to could have. And I get it. Like I understand that women are under all this pressure to look a certain type of way. Like I get it. Like we are all we're all under that, and even much more so when you're in the public eye, uh, as much as Cardi B is. However, um, yeah, you do. You you really gotta like actually check in with reality. Like, what do you need today, right now, in this moment? You know, like, yeah. So that just worries me about like the rap game when it comes to like black women because it's like, in addition to like being like an incredible lyricist, you have to have like this physical perfection image you know what I mean like that men don't have to have that man motherfuckers out here looking like freeway like E40 goddamn me fabulous still got a chip tooth he never got it fixed all of the millions later and he never got the tooth fixed Diddy had a gray patch at 22 you know what I mean like it's like Jay-Z looked like a camel until he bought Chris Style like it they didn't have all to all of all of them all of them even Flowrider had to get hair plugs Nelly probably the only fine ass rapper that ain't have to like go crazy to stay looking good I not stand on it Flavor Flav like men just do not have to have yeah like men men there's so many standards that men don't have to live up to and like just going back to the city girls another big one has been how act up was written by half of it was written by um yachty 
JT wrote her verse, but Yachty wrote Young Miami's verse. And people are like, oh, you know, all, you know, up and roar, whatever. But y'all, like, y'all don't hold niggas to the same standard. Drake, like, every, so many people have ghostwriters. Baby, baby, all baby. We're not going to bring writers. up Drake. We're just going to leave Aubrey out this because we don't have enough time. Okay. Right. Okay. We're going to leave Diddy and Aubrey out of this. We're going to leave them niggas out of this. Okay. But but just women live up to so many other different standards. They force us to live up to different standards that men don't have to. So I understand why Cardi feels as though she has to maintain a look. But I, at the same time, I mean, and I've never been in her position where I've been so busy that I've just never had to have worked out. So, but... Um, and I don't want to compare her because then there are other, I saw tweets like, oh, well, Beyonce did, you know, people always, Beyonce was doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah, but Beyonce also says she went too hard. So I, I, I like people to remember that whenever they bring it up. <laughs> like, like look at the both parts, not just that one part she said. Um, but anyways, just take care of yourself, Cardi. We love you. Boom. We love you. And I think that's what makes me so excited about Megan Thee Stallion because like, She's such an adorable, like, boss-ass, like, baddie, natural baddie. And it's like, I love that. I love her shape. I love, like, her long legs. I love her fun demeanor. I love <laughs> I love lyrics. Like, I want you to suck my pussy like a baby bottle. Oh, like. I love her so much. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> And I love the fact that of all the rap bitches out, I think Cardi going hard for like global warming, but my fucking Megan is about that action. I love Megan. So, so Megan and her baddies are setting up with ocean, like beachfront cleanup drives and stuff like that to help like recycle. And it's a um a hottie a hottie beach cleanup for the summer. She was also looking up how to, like how she can plant more trees and how um, we can use like better materials than plastic and, and but like we gotta do something cause if we leave it to the government, bitch, ain't no more earth. And like it takes people doing stuff. I don't like a couple years ago, Whole Foods got a lot of backlash because they were selling an orange that had the pin skilled, uh, peeled off but it was wrapped in plastic. So people were like, people like, only if oranges came with their own wrappings so that we didn't have to use plastic. <laughs> they do. And like, it just so it takes <laughs> us like really speaking out about like the, the shit they be trying to do. Like, it's ridiculous. I listen, when Cardi said, I like niggas that's been in and out of jail. Unfortunately, I felt that on a cellular level. And I don't know <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me. Reason why I do, but it's where we at. And I shouldn't. I have no reason. But here we are, back in the cut layers, making bad decisions. Fucking with fellas. And <laughs> <laughs> the dream high ladies. <laughs> Right. Nigga. Tree hot. <laughs> going to church, going to Target. All the niggas in jail. Just go to jail. Right. Perfect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Bruh, laughs> what happened with Remy Ma and not keeping her hands to herself? Remy Ma, exactly. 
know what you know what this is a clear demonstration of what happens when you do not teach your children how to communicate effectively that's that's point blank period you done been to all of the jails but stabbing people and now you gonna box them listen boo you at this point have leaned back enough to be able to hire some security you done been on enough shows to where if somebody needs to get popped you can snap a finger instead of doing the actual popping because what you gonna do now you got this baby and this husband bitch i'm taking papoose you can't fight me in the jail bitch and you clearly want to be there all the time so oh what's up Mm. i'm gonna be a stepmama well, you know what? Right. At least Cardi had the decency to send, you know, men after the whores that Offset was fucking with. And I'm not using whores as like, and I'm not using whores like whores whores. I'm just calling them whores because we're all whores. Right, whores? I mean, she should have kept that energy for her man versus like these other people. But like, you cannot be in it. Like, why are you still fighting, Remy? Remy's almost 40. Remy isn't already 40. Oh, I think she is already 40. No, honey. Remy is 40 plus. She has been leaning back since 2005. And so I don't care what talk. song she makes. Everything sounds like lean back to me. Everything <laughs> sounds like lean back. Lean back 4000.0. When do we stop fighting? When we finally <laughs> get our ass beat. Maybe, that, maybe that's Remy's. <laughs> that's her that's her statement too she, right yeah. who gonna beat my ass the jail bitch exactly the court system the justice system again that's who gonna beat your ass <laughs> the fuck jeez louise alright so with that being said how can we start to develop healthy communication like you're the behavioral specialist like you got all the answers what can we do to like keep us from Remy mind ourselves <laughs> well I think it's important to have um to just have like honest communications and also reflecting so when you're upset in the moment I don't think that's a good time to respond right I think um like reflecting and figuring out like why something made you upset seeing if like your actions has something to do with it you know so you can kind of like I mean if that's what you're if you're looking for the answer to figure out what how I can say x y and z or why did this transpire like just kind of reflecting on like what what led up to it you know reflecting on things and making having conversations um once you're calm because I feel like when we respond to things in a moment we're upset then issues don't really get resolved right so versus um reflecting sitting back and then like going to um chatting like hey buddy x y and z blah 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 blue you know then that way you've had time to reflect and you're also just kind of checking in with that other person so Um, yeah. Use your words. Use your words. Use your words. Like, I told my mom that yesterday because she was like, like, baby, you know. And I was like, mom, I don't know. We were at Sephora and I was like, I don't know. She was talking to me and a lady. And I was like, you just got to use your words. 
<laughs> she was take like snapping. Take your time. Yeah. And that's another good thing. Take your time. There's no rush. Nope. So I was having this dope conversation with this person and they were kind of describing like their frustrations and like how it affects their self-esteem and things like that. Right. And they were just telling me like, I don't know how to do this and I don't know how to do that. And I was like, okay, you know, just taking it in, letting people talk. And so I was like, so you realize that you know that you know what you don't know right so there's your opportunity when you realize that you don't know what you need to know that is when you need to make yourself accountable for finding out the answer so like you said taking out time to reflect meditate separate taking time to read up material like I do a lot of like blog reading about like personality types and things like that like just so I could be aware like okay I'm not I'm unique as fuck, but I'm not that fucking unique. Like other people have had similar experiences. So what can I learn from that? And then creating an environment where like you can be receptive to new information so that you can articulate those words. But it's like if you're never drawing in the new language to describe whatever the situation is, you'll always be stuck using your fist trying to communicate you'll always be stuck trying to remy maya way through life and clearly it's only so many jail bits before we stop leaning back so so let's let's you know put some effort get you some self-help books get you some you know hey god it's me margaret books you know do some reading let your mind learn how to do different things with your mind other than be mad you know what I mean because you got so much potential and there's so much in there trying to get out you just got to figure out the language to communicate with it that's great that's beautiful you really do there are there are resources and um and you know it's not fun being mad all the time you know like it's not it's not fun like yeah don't you get tired of like frowning and spinning that bad energy you know you know so we're here to help you construct better ways and um keep it 100 with yourself really reflect on uh, how you respond to certain things and there's always room for improvement dead ass, dead ass so Minion. Minion asleep. You gotta stop blaming shit on other people, Sydney. <laughs> I thought I heard him. Do you that was you? <laughs> oh, I forgot you could see me. Yes, nigga. And I know I can see Minion too. I know that wasn't him. Cause he's here with me. So what's dope, as you guys already know, is we record our podcast digitally. Everything we do is over the internet, from the comfort of our laptops. Woobity wooby woo. The cunt layers is connected to your Wi-Fi. Wow. So check this out. So I feel like I know too much now. So I feel like the government is going to come after me. Why? Because I figured out like the key to telling if a dude got a little dick <gasps> y'all this shit is gold <laughs> <laughs> I 
And I told you guys about this once before, and it's cool. I hope you heard that episode. I think it was maybe episode two, three, somewhere. It was the episode with Fitness by King. It was episode King Pussy. So I told you about this in King Pussy episode. And so I know too much. And because I know too much, I'm looking at Trey Songs and his new baby, and I'm like, Trey Songs got some whack dick. I really, truly am believe in my heart based upon the width of his eyebrows <laughs> down to the corners of his lips and the fact that this nigga been bragging on his dick for 10 plus years now and he just now trapped a baby. Chris Brown was getting bitches pregnant while he was in rehab. He was in jail and came out with a two-year-old. That's good dick, Okay. Okay. Motherfucking Jay-Z cheated with everybody and Beyonce still had two more. That's good dick. That's billionaire dick. (laughs) Recently confirmed breaking news. Jay-Z is a fucking billionaire by himself. Together they are billionaires and separately he is. Um, That's dick good enough to bounce back for. But this Trey Songz, this this game. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. This ghost shit, I'm just, I don't trust it. What you think, Sid? So, yeah, I've been so over Trey Songz because last year they had All-Star Weekend and it was reported that he physically assaulted this woman and that um so like she had she taken pictures but like he threw her phone down this hill or something and like made her go so go get it so ever since i heard that i have been like turned off but then i also saw him that same weekend me and one of my girlfriends we were out and <laughs> he was we were out at the club and he was like yelling at one of the guys on stage who was taking his pictures it was, I don't know. So once I saw that, I was like, ugh, why he acting like that? And then I heard the news of what happened. I was like, ugh, I was just, so I've been turned off from him for a minute. Trey Songz did go through like a little streak where he was getting like arrested and like just having a bad attitude. Do you think he was like depressed that even that now that Chris Brown is mediocre, that he still isn't better than him? What is it? What is happening inside? What's going on? I don't know what's wrong with the Virginia boys. Um, Bruh, is that what it is? That's what that is. They got to figure that shit out. Mm-mm-mm. See, so like when you say you want Southern men, you got to figure out which ones you don't want. I don't want them. <laughs> so what kind of Southern men do we choose? I want, I mean, I want the, I want the, ge- the gentleman principles, you know, um, but I don't want them to do that. Maybe like a Nashville? Maybe. Or like a Houston like Bun B. Dallas. I could see myself settling down with like a Bun B. <laughs> I could find a 
a slip thug. Then you got to be more specific than what you want them to be. Because that right there, sis, <laughs> that right there, that is ambiguous enough to fuck yourself over. You would get the most complicated, unnecessary motherfucker that in the world. You'd be like, well, he not simple, but he burned my house down. Oh, you know what I mean? Like... You know what I mean? Like, well, I guess like non-simple. Like, I don't want him to be homophobic. I don't okay. want him to have um, certain traditional values. Um, like what? Give us an example. You know how like certain types of men believe that women should be like in the kitchen and cooking and cleaning and all these certain. You know, like I feel like there should be like shared housework, and I would like my southern man to also have these <laughs> ideas. You know, so not simple. I know, right? That is kind of broad. So you want like a southern progressive energy? Yes. <laughs> equal, equal interaction. Big meat, pay all of the bills. Big daddy. A big daddy. I'm being optimistic. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I forfeited this summer, so I'm just like, oh right, that's true. I just want to just chill, like it's summertime. That's what we doing. This winter was a doozy. So, um, it's <laughs> time to just give right. It's just time to like, you know, let the sun radiate on my, on my bisexual skin, my bisexual black skin, and let me, you know, let me be free. You know, I'm finally out of motherfucking school, so I'll be able to like go outside for like thirty minutes a day and play and stuff. So it's, I'm happy. Right, nigga got a real summer. Okay, yo, we have to do our Tomcat of the motherfucking day. And so our Tomcat of the day is the 2019 Black Boy Joy Barrier Breaking Billy Billy Ray Cyrus slinging Lil Nas X like. I am so proud of and like I'm so proud and admiring of his little dorky self. Like he's such a cute little weird kid. And um I'm just, you know, I'm happy that he's having so much fun. Like he's having such a good impression on the community and he's bringing something new to the table that enters new genres and just shows that you can be whatever you want to be as you decide you want to be it. And so I'm glad that he's been like taking his little horse down Old Town Road. Right. You know, he got the horses in the back. I don't know the song necessarily, but I am still proud of him for existing. Hell yeah. It's such a cute song. Did you see the video of the when he went to the elementary school? Yes. Girl, them kids were so the kids lost their shit. That, well, oh my god, the video was so cute. So yeah, shout out to him for just making such good music that we can just all listen to. And I feel like I could just play that song with my little cousin. Well, he's not that little anymore. Well, he's thirteen, but like you know, that would be appropriate for both of us. I'm not trying to play Twenty One Savage or Lil Pump or Cardi B or damn near anything else on the radio. With nothing less than a 25-year-old. So, like, this is the one song that I'm like, okay. Even Ariana Grande is, like, too aggressive for, like, little kids now. Like, the kids have nothing. So, 
If you thought we was, you don't know nothing when we was kids. <sighs> these kids out here just straight fucking. So, you know what I mean? Like, if you leave it up to the music. So, I'm just happy for <laughs> And YouTube, you know? So, I'm excited for him. Right? And it's been crazy. Because um, he, Little Nas X did the ad for Wrangler. And racist people was <laughs> mad. And not only that, but they were mad at him also because... Um, his song was on like was number one on the country charts so they asked for it to be removed for no real reason only because he was not a traditional country musician versus the white boys who could just make easily a little rap song and it's fine for them to be on the rap charts you know like that's fine for urban radio but little Nas x couldn't cross over which is why billy ray cyrus came through with his traditional country ass and hopped on the remix yeah. So white folks be I mad. think that was so dope. Yeah. White folks be mad and then other white folks be getting over it. And I think that's cool too. Like I think is we need to continue to push this narrative that not everybody is racist. Of course. Hopefully. I would love to You know, that. and there's some people out here willing to just, you know, just wanna do dope fun shit. So and frankly, in respect to what you just said, motherfucking Billy Ray owes us 100%. for his daughter. Keep it Girl, keep it on. Okay, for Miley. Okay, you made that little turd. You let her do wrecking balls and go chill with Juicy J and all kind of nigga shit that Chyne had no business being around. Y'all need to leave Juicy J the fuck alone. He too high to say no to anything. So like, stop, stop. No, he owed us this. Period. And black people start petitioning when, when the Macklemore is trying to pump out new hits. Like, we just gonna have to petition next time. This ain't traditional black music. I don't like it. Take it down. <gasps> the kittens are upset. Well, they got questions. Maybe they're not upset this time. I'm sorry. They're they're motioning to me. They're not upset. My bad. I didn't want to mis- misspeak for you all. They want to know: Can you be you can you be friends with your ex? I I come from the school of thought that if it didn't work out, it didn't work out. So it's and that's fine. But I don't think there's any other need to pursue. So I would I would say no. I feel like we already know that person. <laughs> no thanks. We already we already did it. So okay, so I look at it like this. You have to you have to understand how people gather and process their information and which senses they use, right? For people who are considered introverts, a lot of that happens internally. So you could think through things on your own. You kind of map out ideas on your own. You kind of do everything kind of independent of other people, right? But for extroverts, it could be the opposite, where you're getting your sensory information and your connectivity from the people and the environment around you. So you may have, your ex may provide uh, either like an emotional connection that may not even be romantic, but an emotional connection or resource that is purely platonic and necessary to this person's development. And so I think like Sid's school of thought is, is serious, is real. And I, I live by it as well. 
but I think we have to add like that extra layer of why are you interacting with this person still and it could be a thing like they not satisfying you like like for me like I have to have very intellectual conversations you know what I mean I love debating I love contrasting thought so I think when you first dating somebody like you guys you kind of a little bit hesitant about that so you still it's people that you call and be like shit I felt like arguing today what you doing (laughs) <laughs> and you just kick the shit off you know what I mean and it don't mean you about to fuck them it don't mean they got a chance it don't mean anything it just means that that person fulfilled that part of you that needed that you know True. we ain't superman we gotta stop idolizing our pussies like well, we're not to settle. as long as ain't nobody no ain't nobody saying nothing about settling Nope, nobody said nothing about settling. And if you feel uncomfortable with some shit, acknowledge that. Because that's just as real. But sometimes it ain't even that. That's all I'm saying. I did like how you said you have to analyze why, you know, you feel like like you need that from that person. Um, And I get that. Because some people, you know, we just get, like, they become a comfort zone. Um, but yeah, I do think it is important to still analyze that and see if you can maybe transfer that comfort somewhere inward. You know, like, can you find yeah. a piece of that inside and maybe expand off of that? Because if you do that, then like you realize, you know, I mean, point period, we will always need people. You will always mm-hmm. need somebody. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a good thing to analyze just to see. And you got to see if you are giving your partner the opportunity to be that type of resource to you. Right. So, yes, that is how you used to do things, but you've entered into a new environment with this relationship that you're in. So it's like, can that person fulfill this desire if you're vulnerable with them about what you need? Right. You may want somebody that's comfortable arguing with you. I just sometimes want to argue. Let's debate. Let's debate something that don't have nothing to do with us. I, I don't talk to any of my exes. I don't either. But it is important to know what serves you and what does not. So if that if that ex yeah. is not serving, it's just time to go. So yeah. please analyze the shit yeah. before because you got to see. Like if it's if, if it's only entertainment it, all right cool keep it cute all in the phone i never see this person whatever i we talk every six weeks whatever if the shit's not serving you though i see a lot of really dope people who are held back by by the reciprocation they feel obligated to in a relationship that's no longer serving them so what I mean by that is, sis, you letting the thought of the two, three good deeds they did outweigh all of the bullshit that they also did and keep you in a relationship that you know ain't going nowhere. That's what I'm saying. So it's like at one point they were reciprocating. At one point they did these things for you. But at one point they did a whole lot of other shit that like it gets to a point where it can't be ignored or reconciled you know what I mean but we still are like but you know I remember back when they used to do this and I remember when I needed this and they was there and it's like you ain't there no more 
You're not even that person no more. Cellularly, you're not even that person no more. You a whole new body of sales. Let that shit go if it's not helping you get to your next level. When you grow, your community got to grow. And if not, that community got to go. So don't let us find out that your attendance is something that's not serving you. Don't show up to the pool party attending to something that's not serving you. That's all I'm going to say. So it's been five years. It was a five-year anniversary since Jay-Z, Solange, and Beyonce were all in the elevator. Oh, really? Yes. To the elevator gate. Yes. And um, Beyonce has that line. It's a flawless. The flawless remix where she says, sometimes shit goes down when there's a billion dollars in an elevator. Yeah. And I was like, that's a nice flex. Right, that's a nice flex. Not only was that a flex, but that was the only response to it that she gave until she dropped Lemonade. Bruh. (laughs) I don't give a fuck what you saw. Shit happens when there's over a billion dollars in the elevator. (laughs) Y'all just in that motherfucker arguing for free. You're poor. Broke. You're poor in the elevator. Smell like broke in here. I'm getting out of here. It's ruining my net worth. (laughs) Okay. So, yes, happy anniversary to the elevator scene that produced a seat at the table, lemonade, 444, everything is love, the homecoming, um, a fucking situation on Netflix and at Coachella, goddamn me, when I get home, goddamn me, everything is love, goddamn me, the twins. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was not planned but it was the twins goddamn me okay natural twins. honey he needs you guys to understand these were natural twins cause <laughs> they love to say that they really do and that's no say I'm glad they, perfect at least they got honest flexes cause right. they, ain't, they ain't flex like that with blue ivy but um <clears throat> that's her baby but <laughs> But shout out to Jay-Z. Shout out to Jay-Z. Like, Jay-Z my real dad. Uh, Is he? He is. No, he is. And I'm not, like, bullshitting. I am, but, like, I'm not. But, like, you know, I'm transparent about shit. Like, I grew up, like, one of the little, you know, no dad households as a kid, you know. And so a lot of stuff for me was, like, through music. It was through lyrics. It was through... It was through writing and poetry and art and shit like that. And Jay-Z, like, in my little space of growing up was, like, he was Hove. He was motherfucking J to the Z or Sean Carter. He was that black man who started with one business that was totally wrong and turned it into something else and turned it into something else. Like, I'm so fucking proud of him. Like, that's my real dad. And I know I should ask for, like, child support. Right. Or something, a student loan payment, nigga, something, free tickets to one of the concerts. I don't care. But, like, I'm so proud because you did it totally against the grain. And I think that helped me be comfortable with my constant against the grainness with my life. You know what I mean? So it's shout out to Sean Carter from the Marcy Projects. Like, I'm so fucking proud of you. Right. I see so much of myself 
and what's going on. You know what I mean? I'm Lexi. Shout out to Beyonce. <sighs> How did Beyonce? I was shouting out myself. I just, I mean, look, you listen. Shout out to me first and Beyonce. Behind every strong woman. And we all know, like, Beyonce is the brains. Like, she put that nigga together. Like, she got him growing his hair out. And I don't mean hope. Uh, I don't mean. Ho, ho, ho. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift giving. Give scratch-offs from the ho, 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 Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Hove, before Beyonce, I'm talking about right now, nigga. And Lexi was once at a point where we could not, I couldn't even talk about Beyonce with Lexi. And I, I feel us going back to that place <laughs> right now. Yeah, you need to watch Homecoming again? Something. Brainwash me with something. Cause the shit you just said lemonade. was last female lemonades. Just I need a dump truck of lemonade if you want me to believe that. But like I've uh, Sydney spiritually She's upset. I am bothered. <laughs> bothered. Blustered as fuck. Like, what the see. fuck you mean? There's, there's a peak Jay Z. Beyonce made Jay Z. <laughs> Motherfucker. <sighs> oh my gosh. And you know what? It's probably so much shit I don't know where the statement that you said has validity somehow in an alternate dimension on Rick and Morty. Right. But I just don't feel that. I don't. I don't. Not in my soul. And that's me and black baby Jesus and the Hindus just we didn't vibe with that my ancestors did not agree with that and I don't even know the words to like describe the frustration you guys like have you listened to Love Happy you've been listening to it what have you been listening to Love Happy what's that I mean everything is love that's that one song their joint album. See why are you standing for her and you don't even know what the albums is called. The, I'm not. I don't mean to stand. Um, I certainly don't. But everything is love. Is the album. yeah? No, no. I listen to it a lot. It's a really good. I like that little. I listen. They have a well packaged relationship. Like it. It's very sellable. <laughs> it's gonna sell thousands. Yeah, it's very sellable. It's on trend. I like the the buzzwords. I like the you know the harmony, but I don't like them together. And I'm 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 very valid for how I feel because hear me out. Always how how I feel like with Jay Z and Beyonce are such incredible forces on their own. Jay Z preceding Beyonce with his stellar career and constant platinum albums, <clears throat> but um and record labels another. <sighs> Just other streams of revenue. Just revenue on revenue. Okay. All right. I'm going down the rabbit hole. The reason why I don't like them together is because they are too powerful to be in each other's space. And they have to kind of come down a little bit in order to com- to work with each other. I see. Like, I don't get Beyonce's best lyrics when she's with Jay-Z. And I don't get, like, Period. Jay-Z's best lyrics when... You know what I mean? And I feel like they have a lot of fun with each other. You know, that's how we ended up with Ape Shit. 
you know, I feel like they trying to like sell this honest relationship, you know, and that's why she dropped the line, you know, you fucked it up and we had to get remarried. Like, you know, they sell, they sell really good love, but, um, Jay gave us Kanye. What we need is Beyonce in a Solange album followed by the tour. Okay. I did say the yes. tour, <laughs> but yes. we did the album Thank first. You. God damn it. I don't know if I want that either. I, you know what I want? We got, I want Solange to co-produce Beyonce's next <gasps> album. And maybe do yes. backup vocals on it. Yes, bitch. A Solange-directed Beyonce album. Yes. That would be... Who should we write? Yes. Who, I'm an adder. Who, I'm a, who do I'm we call? I'm a tweeter. I'm going to tweet her and see what she say. That's what we need. Hey, girl. That's what we need. I was high as fuck. <laughs> I, I was just thinking about your ass. Hey, girl. How was your Memorial Day? Did Jay grill up? <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did Tina bring the picture? Aw, that's so funny. <laughs> no, but that ass, that's what we need. Because, like, this is the thing. Beyonce is, like, skilled and technical enough that she can do anything but she needs something really dope to draw it out of her and like i don't want her to have to get cheated on again in order to make another lemonade you know what i mean like sis like (laughs) so we're gonna pass it over to the other member of the elevator you know solange and let her be the inspiration for the next album let her produce some songs you know and then I want Beyonce to go on tour with Solange so that they could do all of the Beyonce optimum level optics and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That's what we really need. That's what I want. Do you want to read my tweet? I typed it. Yes. Yes, please. OMG, a Solange directed Beyonce album. Please, please, please. I am high and had this thought. Beyonce. <laughs> at Solange Knowles. That was really good. That was really good. That was very well articulated. Thank you. Okay. So, okay. So we got a listener letter from where we got this really dope... Oh my God. Y'all kill me in our DMs. You really do. You just kill me. You slay me to death. And sis at us, like added us and she asked she said do you fight bitches that want to fight you because both y'all know that he got good dick how do you reconcile so sydney how do we reconcile sharing dick like okay so you met this dude he got great dick bomb y'all fucking big bad boom and you wake up to his ex who live in another state threatening to kill you have you seen that one video of that girl and she's like I hope you ready to die about that dick bitch cause I'm ready to go to war for it I'm ready to go to war for it I have seen it so many times you know what I'm gonna find it and I'll post it it's so funny (laughs) but um damn Mm, I would feel pretty like what the fuck but no I don't think you should fight for dick it's too I don't think so I don't think that's appropriate is it is dick worth fighting for? Going to war for it? Maybe I ain't seen it. Should you Remy my bitch over some dick? Right. 
I say yes. <laughs> Why you say yes? Because <laughs> excellent dick don't come like excellent dick just don't come by night. And if she your ex, right? And y'all not together, right? He established that. It's cool, right? It's strictly her fighting over dick, right? Then you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta stand your ground. Stand your ground, lol. <laughs> I mean, you gotta shoot her first, kill or be killed. Cause see, she already know this dick worth fighting for. She testing to see if you standing in the way of her dick. So she basically saying you won't even, you ain't even important no more. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I can't, I feel like that is an appropriate time to implement Remy my strategies. Yes, I do. There's a time and a place. You just can't be a felon and do it. So you can only do it once? Yes. <laughs> Dick, you better make sure it's worth it. You better make sure it's worth it. It's a one shot time. I mean, the only real way to know that that dick is secured is change behavior from the nigga. It's not about him no more. He, okay, so what if he say, I'm going to fight you with her? We're going to beat her up together. I mean, I feel like you're only fighting her so that she can leave him alone, right? But it's him yes. who's fucking with her. He is... No, he's not fight. fucking with her no more. He not. He want to fight too. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so why we're just fighting. So. <laughs> he want to fight her too. He got to protect his dick, too. Oh, so is she trying to harm him? I'm like, I'm maybe I'm confused. It sounds like it. So, you and this nigga fucking. The dick is bomb. Best dick ever. And out of the blue, the ex bitch, like, the Scott Pilgrim versus the seven, the seven exes shit happened. Where you got to fight through all the exes. <laughs> To, like stay alive you know what I mean is you in or is you out bitch like you just gonna be like no she wants to fight I can't have dick anymore that don't make sense all you gotta do is beat her ass and then you get the you get the dick so this is hypothetical for a, for a movie notice us in real motherfucking life bitch I say kill that bitch slayer just off principle. Don't let nobody threaten you over anything. <laughs> if you were in a movie and you have to fight seven exes, sure, do it. I'm down. If you in real life and you got to fight seven exes, strap up. Put your boots on, Vaseline the face up, and you go knock them motherfuckers down. Because what's going to happen when you don't back down? Then they think you, then they think you a punk. So they're going to bully you and they're going to take dick from you. How you gonna sleep at night with that? How you gonna sleep at night knowing that you lost dick to somebody else's threat? How are you losing dick? Cause she gonna take the dick back. If well then the nigga ain't fuck with you. He gonna fight her too, but if y'all don't win, he gonna be her captor. Ava has uh finished when they see us, which is the movie about the Central Park Five. The five gentlemen who were coerced into admitting uh, a raping that happened at the at Central Park in New York. 
And so Ava did the movie on it. Um, oh, no, but they're episodes. They're actually, it's a series. So it's all the buzz. Um, I haven't started to watch it yet. I don't know. Like, I want to, but sometimes too much of the injustice being forced down. But I do want to see it because it's supposed to be really w- well written just because it's Ava. Um, how do you feel about it, Lexi? Uh, so we were alive when Central Park Five happened. We were alive right. when Six. We were alive with Ferguson. We were alive with Khalif Browder. We were alive with Eric Garner. We were alive with Trayvon. We were alive with Philando, Sandra. All these black people within this short, very unnecessarily dangerously short period of time. And I just, I can't bring it to my personal energy to consume it in an entertainment for fashion. You know what I mean? Like, I can't. I'm going to play it on, on Netflix and then go to sleep. You know, like, you know, stream it so Ava get her numbers. You know what I mean? Because I, essentially I want to support Ava. I do. But I am, I cannot digest, I cannot stomach like anymore like like we've turned black political police injustice into a genre for television and entertainment right and that that desensitizes us from understanding hope or what's really going on in the world around us it's like we were it's like we threw it up something that we didn't that wasn't supposed to be digested and i was like no we baked it at 300 degrees and added seasoning but it's still fucking vomit like so i just i'm not gonna watch it i'm not i'm gonna give ava her streams you know what i mean so that like she get her numbers but i don't have the emotional space for it and i don't need my mood or energy shifted like regurgitating something that we are we living through every day right like this is one of those movies for white people this should be like a pre-training like exercise before you get to use 911 you know what I mean like so that y'all can stop fucking calling the police on people like you can see the detriment that happens when you just go and like ruin other people's lives which are maliciousness you know so I can't I won't I shan't right and like like I still haven't seen um the Fruitville Station no I won't watch um so and I mean they're they're working on a Trayvon Martin documentary and like I just I'm not watching I don't feel like I don't need to see it you know like I'm already like I already we've already like you said we mourn Trayvon in real life so we warn, we warn him today. And my thing um, is, I don't need incapacitated support. I want people to be up in arms and emotionally torn and active and connected to these situations as they're fucking happening instead of having this, oh, I, I see you now and all of this bullshit when it's irrelevant. You know what I mean? Like, we got to really start banding together when it really fucking counts because... Because y'all motherfuckers know why. Like, I feel like I'm repeating myself too much trying to explain, like, the amount of racial injustice that happened between black men and black women and this trash-ass police community that is, like, 
like poorly staffed, poorly groomed, poorly trained. And it's just, this ain't entertainment. This ain't motherfucking entertainment. So, sorry. Can we not get capitalism? It's fine. Thank you. Please do, y'all. It's just, it's ridiculous. Jesus. Capitalism wins again? You know, you know what I mean? Like, how did we turn this into a capitalistic endeavor? Like, that's the part that pisses me off. And it pisses me off about Ava specifically. Because it's like, sis, I gotta go for you. But your best pieces are pieces that only reflect the turmoil in our community. And I thank you for being a beacon and such a, an amazing storyteller in that respect. But I want you to apply that same energy to movies where you're creating characters and it's based upon books and it's giving new perspectives. Like like that movie that she did a couple years ago that I don't want to remember. A Wrinkle in Time. You know what I mean? Like the amount of money I spent on advertising about that movie, y'all could have spent on making that actually a good movie. But you strike gold when it comes to Black Strife. And it's just, ugh, Ava. Ugh. Expand your pilot, mama. Like, please give us something right. to be excited about. Because I can't be excited about this. All right, y'all. We have said everything. We said all of the words. <laughs> and you can listen to all of the words on our different streaming platforms we are on stitcher apple podcast google play soundcloud and our website www.catnipspodcast with the z as in follow us on instagram we are dropping more information about our summer jams about our dope ass parties and events how you can be a part how you can be vendors how you can get invited follow us on tinder we're gonna be doing invites through that you cannot follow people on tinder that's not how it works no check us out we got a lot of dope shit coming out so follow us on the cat nips on instagram and our podcast discussion group we got some security questions such as what shape do you throw that ass in do you prefer wings or flats i need real answers because i'm i am making real decisions based upon these questions (laughs) all right and that's us wrapped up from the cunt layers goodbye bye nigga have a great week See you soon. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Visit Hellsburg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in-store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in-store for details.